Welcome to the Startup Smarter Podcast, the best audio show for people who are ready to turn their big ideas into big income. Each week, we explore effective business strategies, guest interviews, and success stories that will help transform the hard grind of starting a business into a smarter and more scalable experience. Here's your host, Joe Johnson. Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Smarter Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Johnson. And on today's podcast, I'm sitting down with my good friend, Heather Beck from K9Lifeline.com. But first, it's time for listener shout outs, where each week we'll select a random review and read it on the show. Then we'll take those names and enter them into a drawing to win a special prize. That being said, this week's shout out goes out to More Amore, who writes, I love the fact that this podcast asks successful entrepreneurs real-life questions for those like me with very little to no business background. I've been able to apply many of the answers to setting up my business and getting it in motion. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you so much, more and more. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot that you took the time to leave feedback for the show. And just like that, you've been entered into the drawing to receive a special prize at the end of the month. Now, if you would like for me to read what you write on the air, go ahead, head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review. That's all you have to do. Now, on to the show. Recently, I've been reflecting a lot on people that run brick and mortar stores. You might have seen headlines where hundreds of stores like Sears, JCPenney's, the Dollar Tree are continuously closing. Now, I personally have a special place in my heart for mom and pop stores because they go through a different kind of crucible when it comes to running and operating a business. First of all, they have a physical location. So not only do they have to deal with things that other people like ourselves, like online business owners have to deal with, but they also have to deal with things like rent and dwindling foot traffic because of online purchasing vis-a-vis amazon.com and a lot of other issues as well. So I wanted to find some strategies that any brick and mortar store can implement to create an additional five to six figures for their business. Like how can I get them a win? So after doing some research, I came across this person, Heather Beck, who was the perfect person to talk to about this because she was able to add an additional six figures to her brick and mortar business by monetizing social media. But we're going to get there. So Heather used to run a dog shelter for both large breed dogs and pit bulls. So if you know anything about rescues, it can be hard work. And Heather's experience gave her a lot of burnout. And she knew that she loved the pet industry, but she had to go about it a different way. So she decided to transition from working in a shelter to dog training. And that opened up a whole lot of opportunity for her moving forward. Now, in today's episode is for all of you out there who either want to add membership programs to your business so that way you can add additional monthly dependable income to your business, or you're working at a brick and mortar store and you would like to learn how to add an additional five to six figures to your bottom line just using Facebook in an app called 22 Social. Stay tuned because you're about to hear the full story. All right. I hope you enjoy my episode with Heather Beck from K9Lifeline.net. Let's get into it. Heather, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. All right. So tell us about your business. What was the journey that led you to creating an online dog training business? Um, 
well, um, I basically started many, many years ago. Um, I've been doing this, oh gosh, I don't know, since, uh, I don't know, about 22 years, I think, 23, I think, since we just had a, a new year. Um, but basically, I started um, and working just about every capacity from animal control officer to um, working in rescue, um, starting and running my own large breed and pit bull rescue. Um, and then I just kind of transferred um, into training. I just realized it was pretty difficult to make money in rescue. As much as I tried, it was a lot of burnout, a lot of, you know, feeling like I was standing at the bottom of a waterfall um, rather than trying to actually help people. So um, I ended up making a transition into training, which was what I was basically doing with people who were adopting dogs from me anyway. You know, I was teaching them about leash work and crate training and how to housebreak and just, just basic stuff. So training was just kind of a natural progression, uh, which led me into, um, you know, I was working out of my house for a long time, um, ended up moving into a facility, ended up moving into a bigger facility, ended up expanding even a bigger facility. And so my bricks and mortar um, location is actually huge. I mean, we do a lot of business here. So uh, we do training, boarding and daycare. Um, but also over the last 15 years, um, I have also taught workshops and shadow programs to people from all over the world, literally. Um, and I've had that experience of being able to go travel and work um, in some of the most exotic um, and beautiful places in the world as well. So the online option um, basically just came from that that kind of thought process of really I just wanted to be able to reach out to more people um, and and really make it just the reach more. So the online just kind of developed from there and it's been fantastic. I've been running my online courses or my online program, basically this very simple, simple program. Um, I've been running it um, for about a year and a half now um, and I actually just launched another one. So we can talk a little bit about that too. So yeah, that's what kind of got me into the online, uh, the online space. Awesome. That's quite the extensive CV. Now, the reason I wanted to bring you onto the show is because you clearly know how to monetize social media and a lot of brick and mortar businesses have this exact issue. So can you take us back to the point in your journey where you felt like you were ready to take your business online? Like what was that moving force? Um, it actually started, um, we were in uh, working with a production team, a TV uh, production team for many years, actually. Um, you know, just working through this process of a, t of a possible TV show. And the company that brought us on, uh, the production team, they actually brought this to my attention that they want to sell it to Facebook Watch, which I... I don't know if most people even know what that is, but basically they were, they're trying to make it almost like Netflix, but it is a little, a little icon on your phone. You know, if you look, it's just got a little TV and that's Facebook watch. And so they were really trying to push towards Facebook watch. Um, and pretty much shortly after that, the show just kind of took a really weird turn. Um, it just became something I wasn't really interested in anymore. Um, and I just kind of got fed up with it. And I said, look, I said, why can't I just start basically my own TV show? You know, why can't I utilize Facebook um, to basically offer that? And so then I started um you know, kind of, kind of doing that. Cause I, I am an expert. I had things that I wanted to show. I have videos and information and topics. So, um, so I just started doing some research and that brought me, um, to find a uh, 22 social, which is an app that works, um, through Facebook as a way to monetize it. And it was just like, uh, the perfect fit for what I was hoping to do. So that's how I got, um, you know, at least the, the thorn in my side to want to be able to move into that, um, into that online space. 
That makes sense. All right. So I'm definitely going to go back and circle on to what 22 Social is. But from what I'm hearing is that you you matched your passion. You can clearly tell in your voice that you love what you do. And, and that's really important. And then you match that passion with the platform. And I think that's what really knocked out of the park for what you're doing right now. And so I want to challenge all my listeners right now that are currently running brick and mortar stores and know they need to step up their social media game. And they're sitting there saying, you know what, I just don't have the time to do it. And it sounds hard and I don't have a list. I don't have followers. My question to you, Heather, is did you have a list of followers before you decided to go online? Um, You know, as far as I mean, basically, that's what I've been building, you know, and I say when you have, you know, when you're talking about people with brick and mortar businesses, basically, that's exactly what they've been doing the whole time they've been in business is, you know, maybe not starting like a technical list, but you're building your brand and your personal your personal brand. Um, And that's something obviously that I've always done. And I do feel that you know, people working in brick and mortar businesses, they're also doing that. So to kind of translate that over into online, um, you know, I basically started, um, you know, I have a business Facebook page. Um, I also started a group um, for my students. Um, I also run a couple other groups um, just on different topics. So it, it really, it's just taken a while to kind of build that kind of following. Um, I'm not the kind of person that runs an email list. So I didn't even do this with like that kind of email list, but you easily could. Um, The nice thing was, was that um, this particular app that I use um, coordinates with Facebook. So I had a huge presence on Facebook. Well, I wouldn't say huge. I had a, um, just a presence, you know, somewhere that, you know, people knew that they could reach out to me somewhere that they, you know, it was, it was a a way to bring people together. It really was a bit of a community. So, um, so just being able to utilize that is what I did, um, through that. And I think anybody can do that, you know, and I, and I do feel that doing it through your personal, you know, kind of pages, either Instagram, Facebook, um, builds better online presence just because people want to do business with their friends, um, and I say that because I know that on my business page, um, Canine Lifeline, I will post something on there and I'll post something, the exact same thing on my personal page. And the response that I get to it on my personal page is absolutely huge. So I, I you know, I've, I really utilize that, not just separating my business from my personal is I, I am my business. And I do feel that people that are passionate about their businesses, they're the same way. They are their business. So that's kind of kind of where I am. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. So the takeaway I'm getting here is that, you know, just because you don't have followers doesn't mean you should be afraid to start. Like as long as you're passionate about your message, just get on there, start doing it. So from our research, we found that you were able to bring in something like $70,000 additionally to your bottom line just from launching an online membership program through this app, 22 Social, which is amazing. (laughs) So how could another person in a brick and mortar business even consider setting up their own membership program? Well, I think that's kind of it. I mean, it's just having that kind of organic, um, you know, and personal um, touch, you know, and, and putting your passion into something and then finding that platform to put it on, you know, and, and monetize it. You know, if you've got something you do that you're good at, you don't need to have, you know, the numbers of people that I do. And honestly, looking back at it, I actually chose probably the most difficult um, of the, of the ways to go as far as like kind of building and making money through this app. I mean, there's definitely a lot of other options. You could work with 
five people um, over maybe a six-week course. Um, you could work with one person one-on-one. You could do a, a membership. So my group, um, the, the main one that I have, the one that you just referred to is Canine Lifeline Live. And that one, um, I have about 280, I think, I want to say 250 or 280, I can't remember where we're at, but 80 people on there um, who pay $29 a month. And it's geared towards dog trainers. That's really like kind of my passion. Um, But what I just did is I just launched um, Club Canine Lifeline, which is actually geared more towards our clients. So um, it's starting off for a dollar for the first month, and then it'll go up to $14.95 after that. Um, But, you know, you don't have to have a huge cost. You just really can just kind of test the waters, you know, even invite friends and family Um, Just to kind of put out what you're, you know, what you're already passionate about. And if you're passionate about it, you know, there's probably somebody else out there that is passionate about it and may want to learn from you um, and become basically a student of yours and and send you money to be able to learn those things. So it's not as difficult as people think it is. It really isn't. It it could be just something as simple as how to make muffins, you know. That's really interesting. Okay. So we've kind of talked around it, but what's on the inside of the membership? Is it just like weekly calls with you? Is it like a full course? So basically, there's a couple different ways that you can set up this um, this app. Um, basically, what it does is you just have to have a business uh, Facebook page. Um, so I have this app that's just on my business Facebook page. And what happens is um, it installs right in there. I can basically share the link to people. And then what they do is they get taken through the app um, and they get to subscribe and then pay through PayPal. Then in my particular situation, they get kicked back out into a Facebook group. Um, There are options where you can have courses just directly inside of the app where you don't have to utilize Facebook um, on the other side of it. So basically, they're just subscribing to be a part of my Facebook group. So I'm sure you and hopefully most of the people listening are familiar with what a Facebook group like looks like. Um, so basically what it is, is it's just me sharing content. So I may go out into our, into our dog social area and I may take some video. Um, I may do it live. I may take it, record it. Um, and then I'll post it into that group. Um, and so it's very, very interactive. Um, also not every week, but we have a little thing that we do a Facebook live called Tuesday talks. Um, and basically what we do is just pick certain topics um, and we will sit down, me and my head trainer, and we'll sit down and we make an event inside the group and we tell people, hey, this is when we're doing this topic. So come and join us. And typically we'll have a bunch of people that come and watch and they can ask questions live. But of course, all of our content is available inside of that Facebook group for anyone to look at, to check out, um, to search. I mean, I've probably got over, gosh, I don't know, at this point, probably over 400 videos um, of training or of those very specific kind of Tuesday talks. And that's just been in, you know, kind of a year and a half. So there's Um, that's one of the reasons I chose to move out into the Facebook group is because you just can't compare to the content, you know, you you just can't. And then also there's this element there that because you're putting it on Facebook and, you know, it's free to, to launch a business page on Facebook. And I'm sure it's free to even host the video content on Facebook, as opposed to traditionally you'd be paying for that storage fee, but on Facebook it's free. So let's talk tactics. Now, when you're putting together these videos, do you usually storyboard the content or do you just like shoot off the cuff? Oh man, it's, it's ridiculous. I literally am just filming stuff from my phone. So, you know, and I think that's kind of what people love about it. You know, it's like, I have a, I have another trainer that I know that I'm great friends with, and he just put together a really, really fantastic 
platform um, in a website um, and it's it's phenomenal but I will tell you the cost that he's probably spending because he's got a lot of other trainers on there as well the cost and the upstart and the production literally the production costs are probably crushing not to mention just the startup of the website what I paid to start um, with 22 social was $300 and that was kind of a really extensive package um, and that, you know, has turned into, you know, over $70,000 a year, um, just kind of utilizing that little app and the, you know, and utilizing the Facebook, uh, the free access of Facebook with all the content. That's wild. Okay. So how did you come up with the price point of your mastermind? Oh man, that was the hardest part. And I will tell you, I was just struggling with this, with the new, uh, the new one, the club canine. Um, so what I originally started with is I actually started out at $199, um, for the first month. Um, and so then it was going to be $29 a month after that. Cause I just kind of figured I'm like, ah, $29 a month, you know, it's less than a phone bill. You know, if you're not paying attention, you might not, you know, let that, you, you might stay, but I would obviously hope people were paying attention to the content. Um, and I had a, quite a few people that actually signed up at that price point, um, at the 199 and, you know, then I just kind of realized, I'm like, gosh, you know, okay, maybe this just isn't the right price point. So then what I did is all of those people who signed on originally for that, uh, the 199, which are some of my biggest advocates and some of my best followers, and even some of my best people that perpetuate other people to join, um, I actually gave them access, unlimited access for lifetime. So basically stopped all of their um, recurring payments. And then I just went back to the price point of the, the 29, uh, the 29 a month. Um, and that seems to work really well for me and for the content that I'm putting out on that particular page. Um, when I started this next one, um, Club Canine Lifeline, basically this is geared more towards clients um, and fans of what I do. You know, basically, you know, they want to learn probably some of the easier things, you know, like the more, you know, the trainer stuff is a lot more intense than what your average dog owner is going to want to do. And that Club Canine, so it starts at unlimited access for a dollar. Um, so, you know, if, if somebody comes in and they, they sign on and they see what they like, that's fantastic. And then hopefully they'll stay. Um, and then the price point after that is $14.95 um, a month. But you can do a lot of different options. That is really the nice thing about 22 Social. I do have a couple other apps. Like I have one about Create Anxiety where I do a video um, inside of the app. Um, so it doesn't utilize Facebook. I just put a 15-minute video inside of an app. Um, well, working with a dog who has serious crate anxiety, we add a PDF in there. Um, and I actually sell that one just for a one-time cost, unlimited access for $4.95. Um, the nice thing about that one is that one also has an affiliate link. So people, you know, trainers, if they put it onto their pages or hand it, you know, hand the link off to somebody that really wants to check out that, um, that particular thing, they actually get a kickback even of that $4.95. So, um, there's really just just a world of options, you know, definitely don't have to do it the way I do it. Um, but that's just what's kind of worked for me. But I, I really do like the subscription pages. I think that works really well. But finding the price point is so difficult. So I would always recommend to start low um, and get and kind of build that, you know, that foundation, add a bunch of people in there first too. you know, like people that are going to kind of be your advocates. If you're going to do a group page, that's always a plus. <laughs> 
All right, so walk me through the customer journey real quick. So let's say I have a dog in desperate need of some manners. I find your group. So what is the first thing I see on your page and how does it inspire me to take the next step to purchase access to your program? Well, basically through um, with Canine Life and Live, I basically just have a little catch line, you know, like expert dog behavior mentoring all day, every day. <laughs> so, um, so that's one um, on the new one that I just started the Club Canine Lifeline. I just said um, at the top, you know, it just says, do you need a canine lifeline? we can help, you know, cause literally, you know, I think of lifeline as just being able to, you know, throw that, throw that lifesaver out to you and, and really in so we can, uh, we can collect you. So with that, it basically has just a kind of a startup sales page. Um, and so, you know, you just kind of put some catchy stuff on there you tell people what they're, what they're going to get for the price that they're going to pay, tell them what they're going to pay, tell them what they're going to get. Um, and kind of go from there. So I share that link around to that, that opt-in page um, where people can just click onto the link, onto the Facebook preview. They click onto the link. Um, if they like it, they buy. If not, that's cool. Um, but what I found works out really well for me, um, at least for my my other app, my, my, my new one, it's only been up since last week, Friday. So it's, it's very, very new. Um, but what I found is basically, you know, people reach out to me all the time. And what I do is I just say, hey, this is a great opportunity for you um, and put that personal touch on it, you know, to say, Hey, I really think this is going to be super helpful for you. Here's a link to something I'm up to. And I'll tell you, they join, you know, so a lot of personal messaging kind of happens. It, it can definitely be a bit of a full-time job, but I'm, I'm making it financially worth it. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. So does the app also track things like monthly recurring revenue or MRR and things like churn? Yes. Yeah, it actually does have a, um, a social, uh, what do you call it, SM marketing something. Yeah, it has one of those. I honestly, I'm like the least techie person. So if this gives, you know, pause to anybody like, oh, she's so got this down. It's like, I will tell you, I do not do well with this stuff. And the fact that I, me being me, have been able to make this happen is totally phenomenal. So if you, if you don't think you can do it, yes, you can. <laughs> um, but yes, it does have um, the, you know, the listing of people, you know, what the price point that they're signing up at. Cause I do have a couple different discount offerings. Um, I do have one for 25% off for Canon Lifeline Live. And then I also have just one that I added, which is a discount, which you can add different price points actually to the same um, application, which is also really nice. Um, I also offered a discount for my students, people that have trained with me for that first month to be just a dollar. Um, so there's a lot of different options um, along those lines. All right. That's really smart. So for pester owners that want to diversify their product offerings and move outside of their brick and mortar business and just kind of add other offerings, would you recommend that like starting an online membership would be a smart play to increase their bottom line? Um, I think it could be. Um, I would just have to see what they're, you know, kind of what they're passionate about. Like something that they could do is to start a group. I mean, I'm just brainstorming here, but they could start a group um, just talking about different products and how to utilize it. They could talk about feeding and nutrition. I mean, that's a Tuesday talk that we've done. Um, talking about feeding and nutrition, talking about products, talking about, hey, if you're in this members group, maybe you can get a discount off of these products in our store or even on our online store. Um, so that's really a, a great way to go as well. All right. So what's been one of the biggest challenges in setting up your membership programs and getting this initiative that other people should really probably be aware of? Um, I guess it just kind of 
kind of depends on, you know, I mean, I, I really am super invested, which I think most business owners are. Um, but I mean, it does take time, um, not really necessarily the setting up of it, but the nurturing, um, you know, the nurturing of that group, like you don't just want to start it and then let it fizzle away. Um, one of the things in my group is that I don't or in my groups is I don't allow people to actually add um, content at all. So all of the content and the discussion comes from me. Um, and my staff. So basically, I really have to make sure that I'm that I'm nurturing that. And, and it can be a lot. That's one of the reasons it's a little stressful. And it actually took me um, four or five months to actually really want to kick off and launch this new one because I'm like, oh, man, I know how much time it takes um, because I really want to give it my all. So, you know, I, I just think that that's the biggest thing is just just know that you, you do have to invest and you do have to nurture it. But look at what can come of it. You know, I mean, you know, I'm making over seventy thousand dollars a year on something that I that I wasn't making money on a year and a half ago. You know, so that I mean, that's life changing for a lot of people. So that could be something that somebody else could easily pick up and do, you know, with a little little commitment or something that you could probably like outsource to or not not so much outsource, but like assign a person in your business that has a personality to maybe do the upkeep for this. Absolutely. Yeah. And my head trainer. So I actually have a couple people that I also make administrators on that page so they can post content. So like my head trainer. Um, I've got a couple other trainers. I've got one out in Chicago named Mark Goldberg. I've got another really amazing trainer named Jason Vasconi outside of Houston. So, I mean, when we're up to stuff, we just, you know, do a live video and, and post it into that group. So it gives a little um, uh, variant. So it's not all just coming from me. It's, you know, it's a, it's a group thing. That makes sense. Let's pull back and talk about you and your business as a whole for a minute. So, are there any tools or books out there that you recommend that have really helped you on your journey? <laughs> um, I'm not a big, like, I guess if I said I read anything, <laughs> it usually means that I'm listening to it on audio tape because I usually hear audio or whatever um, because I drive a lot. Um, I like to listen to a lot of things. Um, I do like things um, like The Power of Habit. I think was one of the most recent ones that I just read. Um, I also really like Dale Carnegie's um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And also there's a new version out of that that I just went over um, in the, I don't know if it's like in the technical age or something, but it's, it's really updated just to talk about like how to win friends and influence people in, you know, this time that we're living in where you really can, you know, affect a lot of people just because we have all of this connectivity through social media. So that's, that's probably another one I would, uh, I would really recommend. And it's, and it's just helpful. You know, some people just lose their minds on social media. It's like, gosh, you really got to be smart. Sometimes you can't, you can really throw yourself under the bus just by being a jerk or posting something political that, you know, I'm just, I'm just not into that. I'm definitely more of a, a positive type. And I think that's what draws a lot of people to me just for just from that. <laughs> I'll have to go check that book out for sure. So what's something that you're grateful for that's been a direct result of running your business? Oh, wow, that's a tough one. I would probably say I'm, I'm truly grateful for the people um, in my staff um, and the support of my husband and my daughter, uh, who's four now. She doesn't know how supportive she is, but she is, dang it. And, uh, you know, but I think really my staff and the people that I currently have around me, I've had a 
had a couple of really rough years of um, very difficult management um, that made running a, a brick and mortar business very, very difficult. Um, and so I, I just really appreciate the people I have with me now. And, um, you know, I like to stick with that vibe. You know, I think that that vibe um, attracts your tribe. So I think when you when you do that, it not only will grow your, you know, your your brick and mortar business, but also, you know, realizing that you could do that through that online presence as well is, is finding people that you connect with in the same levels. And um, that's a, a really great way to kind of build some of those groups and the thought of community through social media as well. I'm going to take that quote from you. Your vibe will attract your tribe. Yeah, it's all out there. It's one of my favorites. It's I love it. There's just it's it's by one of my favorites. And I you know, when I was going through that really rough time, it was like, it was just a lot of change and a lot of people were getting let go or quitting. And, um, you know, and I was ready to quit. I was, I was pretty close. I mean, I was, I was definitely in tears a lot, just trying to, you know, see which direction I was going to go with this business. And, you know, I just knowing me, I, I couldn't do that. Cause I would have just felt like, I'm, I'm not a quitter, you know, I'm not a quitter. And I never wanted to let anybody think that they got the upper hand with me. Um, you know, by leaving and then also my business is collapsing, you know, like, hey, that's not going to happen. And I will tell you, since these big changes and with the support of this amazing staff that I have around me now, um, I mean, our business has, has just thrived and grown and I'm I just couldn't be happier. So I, I really am super grateful for the, the people that I'm surrounded with. You know, congratulations to you for sticking with it, you know, because we all have those dark days and you are a testament of a person who's putting in the work every single day <laughs> and like nothing but respect for what you do. Oh, thank you. So we're nearing the end of the interview and, you know, it looks like you built quite the business for yourself. And one question we ask all of our guests is if you had to start over from the very beginning, day one, what would be your number one smart tip for launching a successful online business? Um, definitely has to be passion. I mean, it has to be something you you have to be passionate about because the money is not going to start at the beginning. And if the only thing you're thinking about is money is you, you won't make it. So for anything that you're going to start, whether it's online or brick and mortar, I definitely feel like the, the passion has to be there. So that's, uh, you know, that's always the driving force for really great business. Great insight. Heather, thanks for taking the time to jump on the show and share what you know. Where can people go to learn more about what you're up to? Um, they can check me out on Facebook, either my personal Facebook, Heather Beck, um, or Canine Lifeline. Um, they can also check out our website, uh, caninelifeline.net. Um, but yeah, mostly I, I really like doing most stuff through Facebook. So that's always a great way to uh, to find me. And if anyone's got a dog out there and they want to come join our you know, one of our programs, our little club canine lifeline, you can search for that and find that information as well. Awesome. Well, again, thanks for taking the time to jump on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed my episode with Heather Beck from caninelifeline.com. Now, some of my biggest takeaways from this episode was how Heather went about creating content. She doesn't worry about bringing in a production team or a camera crew to film her episodes. Her paying customers are happy with the videos that she creates just on her mobile phone. And also, she doesn't create any additional roadblocks for herself by drafting a storyboard before she creates a video. Heather just has a central topic that she's an expert on, pulls out her phone, and starts talking. And once she's done, she then uploads the videos into her locked library of videos that only her paid members have access to. 
And that's really important. And again, she does that by using an app called 22 Social. And I'll be sure to add that into the show notes. And number two, I really enjoyed how she created a more dependable stream of monthly income by launching what seems like a low ticket subscription. However, because she's only charging $29 per month to each registrant, she has close to about 300 people in her group. And if you do the math on that, that's an additional $8,700 per month, which you know, can make a difference for a brick and mortar store. And that's over six figures per year from showing up once a week, doing an educational live video on Facebook and answering some customer questions on the Facebook live. Again, really easy to do guys. And if you want those links for the 22 social and all the other things we mentioned on this episode, go ahead and head over to startupsmarter.net forward slash podcast and look for episode number 14 to get all that information. Lastly, before you go, don't forget to join the other Startup Smarter podcast listeners over at our official Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash startupsmarter.net. There we'll be sharing fun behind the scenes content, answering questions from the community and helping you start your next big business idea. All right, my friends, and that wraps up episode number 14 of the Startup Smarter Podcast. This is Joe Johnson signing off, and I'll see you in the next episode.